Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. My name is Zakia Ringold, and I am a business owner, a Scale Up ambassador, and your host. Scale Up is an initiative created by LA21 CDC with primary support from the Philadelphia Commerce Department. Scale Up provides quality business planning, training, technical assistance, and resources for cohorts to scale up their businesses and to become successful. Capable. Well, hello, everyone. I am so excited to be here with Lakia of Creative Lab, or is it The Creative Lab? The Creative Lab. The Creative Lab. <laughs> the. The. The one and only. Um, and I am so excited to be here so that she can share her getting started story and then also tell you a little bit about what you can find here. But before we get started, Lakia, go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. So hello, everyone. My name is Lakia Brown. I am the owner and sole designer of The Creative Lab. The Creative Lab is a registered um, trademark clothing brand where we create uh, wearable art for the standout individual. And when she says wearable art, that's exactly what she means. Now, you all can't see, but she has jackets, sweatpants, sweater dresses or t-shirt dresses, sweaters, t-shirts, shorts, jackets, shoes, bags, you name it, and you walk around and you will absolutely be an art piece. Now, Lakia, how did you decide to get started? What made you go down the path of creating wearable art? So I would say at a very young age, preteen, my grandmother raised me and my grandfather um, in the household of I was one of nine. Oh, wow. So um, I was the youngest. So I tended to inherit a lot of things. And I wanted to make them disguisable for those who kind of knew that they were somebody else's once upon a time. Um, so I got into it, like just tweaking stuff, little stuff, adding stuff, painting stuff, cutting, ripping, whatever. Um, 2004, I moved overseas. Um, after I graduated from Penn State with my husband to work with the military. Mm-hmm. Um, living in the Middle East, I would say um, the items that they sell are for the more smaller European Asian style sides individual. Um, and being on the plus sides, I didn't have a lot of options. But when I did find plus size items, I was more than likely the 10th person maybe in the room with the same item on oh. because we didn't have a lot of options. So, um, again, I got more deeper into learning about textiles. Um, at, in that region, you could get handmade garments very cheap at the tellers down in the souk. Um, so I would go down and make relationships with the tellers, get all different types of short sets, pants sets, all different types of stuff made. Um, and that's where I fell in love with the craft of making stuff versus just alter alterations. Um, and then in 2014, um, so from when I would say from 2004, all the way um, me living overseas, coming back home, transitioning back to the States. Um, my company was called Kia's Creations because I would okay. do stuff for other people too, make flyers. Um, I graduated from Penn State communication major. So I do graphic design, photography, radio, broadcast. You name it. Um, from that background and morphing it with the fashion is where, you know, I kind of developed a, a, a brand-esque. Um, in 2014 is when I morphed Kia's Creations into the Creative Lab. Wow. So, um, yeah, I just started it more so to help 
women on the plus size have more options. Mm-hmm. But I will say, and I said this before on the record, I'm not a plus size designer. I don't cater towards the plus size woman. I just think about the plus size woman. Mm-hmm. I keep them in mind um, because a lot of the options are geared toward a smaller woman, um, a shorter woman, a petite woman. Um, so I try to keep uh, my talls, my smalls, <laughs> my large and my thins. Um, so um, and I do do menswear, too. Um, not as much, but I do try to throw them in to make sure that they have options. A lot of the T-shirts, the hoodies, the jackets are unisex. Right. With the world that we live in with the non-binary and with the different pronouns and genders and things, I try to stay away from women's, men's, you know, that kind of thing and just is unisex. Yeah. But we do have some items that are specifically for ladies, which anyone can purchase. Right. There you go. (laughs) And so how did you know that you were ready to go into business? Like when was from the point where you were creating Mm -hmm. versus, you know, I'm going to put a price on it. This is my brand. What was that process Um, like? I would say the morph from Kia's Creations, which was just me being creative, Mm -hmm. into the creative lab where I started to develop a brand. Right. So Kids Creations was a hobby. It was stuff that I did, which was my passion. You know, I just did it because it kept me busy, something to do on the side, and people liked it, so I offered it. And the creative lab is where I actually develop a sense of a, a niche style. So I wanted to have a specific vision. Um, and then the creative lab is where it went from just doing T-shirts and little dresses and stuff to actually moving throughout different pieces like outerwear and footwear and handbags and accessories and stuff. The fedora was developed, all those things. So, Yeah. And I know when we talked before, you told me how hip hop is infused in a lot of what you do. Tell me a little bit more about that. So Jay-Z is my brother. I'm not sure if you knew. (laughs) Yes, he really is. We don't, you know, put it out there publicly a lot. (laughs) But so he has influenced a lot of the things that, um, I've designed over the years. Um, I used to do a lot of T-shirts that have his and um, Biggie Smalls mm-hmm. um, lyrics or, or Tupac lyrics. I actually have a, t- a Tupac shirt. I have an actual Biggie shirt. Um, so a lot of my graphics was geared around the lyrics of these great rappers, um, these pioneers. You can actually see there that it was all a dream reference, which is the Biggie Smalls lyric. Mm-hmm. So um, it's the basis of who I am because... Um, hip hop is our culture, right. uh, part of our culture, deep rooted, um, and especially here in Philly, it's rooted deeply in our jazz musicians and our hip hop musicians and our R and B musicians. It all links together. A lot of our R and B musicians started out and got their start from the hip hop culture. So, um, me being from Philly, being a person of music, I actually um, was in a choir since the age of two. It's a music note. Um, so she has a, a music note <laughs> tattooed on her hand. She's showing yes. it. You guys can't see it, but I have my, a treble clef on my right hand. Wow. Um, I have been in a choral background in school and in church since I was a, a young individual. So it's my the basis of who I am. Mm. And I, uh, I actually have a shirt that I didn't release yet that says "Music Feeds My Soul." Mm. Um, so a lot of things that we go through in life, a lot of our references. Um, a lot of the, our influences are referenced back to music. So, it's my first love. Excellent. When did you fall in love with hip-hop? <laughs> probably in, let me see, I was probably seven at the time. Because right. my mom wouldn't let me listen to it. You can't listen to right. that. But right. then my my cousin kind of snuck it in there. And, and you then, got it. And that was it. 
And that's one, that's one of my favorite movies, Brown Sugar, when they start uh-huh. documentaries. When you fall in love with hip-hop, like, it's just the thing. Like um, Once you hear it, you're just you're right. hooked. And, and I was it, born in 82. So anybody that was born before, I think, 93, I'm going to give them a leeway, mm-hmm. is deep-rooted because our R&B stuff was like, Sad love song, yep. break up, lose his number type music. That's <laughs> where hip hop was the feel good party, block party, you know, and that's the culture of feeling. Right. And it was also telling about the stories yeah. of growing up in yeah. the cities. And the struggle and how we about to make it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Concrete jungles, yes. right? Yeah. All right. So the one thing I have, there's a lot of people who are small business owners thinking about starting a business or already in business. And since you've had so much experience mm-hmm. What's one piece of advice that you would have for them? Um, the biggest piece of advice that I can always share with anybody is I would say I didn't trade I didn't register my company until twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So I've been in business unofficially since say two thousand four. Switched it to Creative Lab in two thousand fourteen. Been with Creative Lab since two thousand fourteen, but didn't actually get my documents and my paperwork until twenty twenty because I was able to make um, lucrative cash and stuff without having to, you know, pay Uncle Sam and register and stuff. I did it the wrong way, the mm-hmm. hard way, the backwards way. So my piece of advice will always be don't try to, um, you know, avoid things just because you don't know. Learn, teach yourself so that you'll, you know, know better, do better. Um, I would say I was able to operate and it was profitable because mm-hmm. I wasn't registered. Um, not saying when you register, you won't be profitable, but it was very profitable. Um, so that's why I did it. But it didn't, I was able to make income. So it didn't dawn on me that, hey, maybe I should be doing this the right way <laughs> on the books. And, you know, so I would say a start there. Um, also, your name. So the biggest thing for me is the name. So the creative lab is actually me. My name is Lakia Antoinette Brown. So my initials is Lab. My company is Lab. So for me, it was very personal for me to protect my name. Mm-hmm. There are two people currently in the U.S., one in Florida and one in Texas, that have the same exact spelling, the same exact usage. One of them actually has a logo, which is similar. Um, so I will have to seek an attorney, do a cease and desist, blah, 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 blah. Um, I tried to go the easier route. So I would say my second piece of advice is to protect your name. Make sure that your name is something unique. That's something that is not very popular, that's common. Um, same like when you're naming your child, think of your business as your baby. Um, make sure that it's not taken. Mm-hmm. Once you ri- realize that it's not taken, get it, protect it, buy your domain with it. Um, I don't say trademark it right off the bat because you might not keep it. Because, right. you know, in business, we always make changes. So I won't push the trademark, but I'll push the the registration, get it LLC or S Corp or, you know, L Corp, whatever it is route you want to go nonprofit, but make sure that you actually obtain it. And then the other thing is to get that domain with that name, because you'll spend a lot of time, um, us as, and especially in our culture, we'll spend a lot of time researching, going back and forth with ourselves, um, lose momentum. Somebody else might beat you to it. And then, um, say hypothetically, you do get it how you want it, but now when you want to start a website using that name and using it publicly, somebody else may have gotten it because they were indecisive and just wanted to hold it, and then you can't have it, mm-hmm. or you have to pay them to get it. So I would say try to learn and research and teach yourself on the legalities of a business, not just the nice-to-have, because yeah. we all have ideas. We all have 
um, things that we aspire to be, but to make sure that you're following the book, mm-hmm. um, to make sure that you're not getting audited, to make sure that your dollars are actual legitimate, you know, monies that your business can profit from. So Wow. I think that's great, solid advice. And I have one other question because you started mentioning like the future. Mm-hmm. What do you see for the future of the creative land? So in the future, I see the container village up and running. Fully operable, profitable, um, doing well, maybe in the future some other locations, Mm -hmm. and I can expand to another container maybe. Um, The online store presidents will expand because of the local presence, um, and I just see it continuing to grow. Um, I see myself eventually securing a vendor to help me create some of the the back end of my garments because I am doing everything by hand. Um, I'm doing all of my own graphics. I'm doing all of my own painting. I'm doing all of my own bleaching and staining. So it's a lot for one person. So um, either through a college internship program or maybe through an international vendor, like some of my other colleagues Mm -hmm. are in the village. So it's all about working smarter versus harder. Right. Um, And knowing better and doing better. But you got to also, what people don't tell you is timing. Just because um, we'll see people doing the same thing that we're doing and you'll expect for you to be at that same point where they are not knowing what they've been through or what their pathway has been. Um, So I would say also don't be discouraged by someone else's process. Stay focused. I actually have a shirt. Actually, it'll be here this weekend. Uh, One of my phrases that's very popular is um, it says trust your dopeness. Oh. So make sure that you trust your dopeness. Yes. If you don't trust your dopeness, nobody else for sure is not. Um, so I would say follow your dream. Don't be scared to start, but do it the, the right way and the smart way. Yeah, I'm going to need that T-shirt. Yes. Or the jacket. Yes. Or I got it. And I printed on everything. You have to. And the hat. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so um, that's all the time we have. But before we go, can you tell people how they can find you online? Yes. So you can find me on my website. My website is The Creative Lab, Larry Appleboy. And creative has a K. So creative is spelled with a K versus a C. So The Creative Lab, LLC.com is the website. And you can find me on Instagram at the Creative Lab LLC. You can find me on Facebook at The Creative Lab LLC. You can find me on TikTok at The Creative Lab LLC. Got it. And all of that will be in the show notes. Lakia, thank you so much for thank having you. us. It's been a pleasure. And um, you guys got to get down to the Container Village, and she also ships. So yes. you can find her online. Yes. But thank you so much. Thank you.